<laughs> Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Coffee Time. It's Fuck It, It's Monday. That's what we're going to name this this segment, I guess, of the podcast that uh, only goes on our Facebook page. So this is a, uh, a way for us to give back to you, honestly, for supporting us to be a little bit more personable and just for you to get to know us. Justin, how you doing? Uh, chilling. I look like shit, though. <laughs> <laughs> a little chubby. Hey, hey, we're all thick right now. Shut the fuck up. We are. Okay. We are. Dude, I weighed myself, and you also weighed yourself. Mm-hmm. I am, guys, I'm 223 pounds, 223.6 pounds right now. The goal is to be at 200, and I'm going to get there. How much you weigh, buddy? <laughs> I weigh 200, but your 23 is just your dick. Like, that's the extra 23 pounds. Look, <laughs> look, on Fuck It Mondays, we don't have to talk about uh, my sexual organ, okay? Yeah, that's what Fuck It Mondays are for, no, homie. Yes. No, Fuck It Mondays is all about Dan, dude. It's a Monday. It's the beginning of the week. Beginning of the work week for some, for most people. Yeah. And we're just like, fuck. Fuck It Monday. <laughs> Let's listen to these idiots talk about their weekend. Yep. So... <clears throat> If you guys can guess it, this is the first time me and Justin, well, like, the first time in a very long time, like two-ish, three-ish months, I think that's a long time, of being in person and shooting a podcast. There are some uh, unfortunate events that landed me here in Texas early. We will not get into those, oh, okay? okay? We will not. <laughs> a little fresh, still a little hurt about it. But uh, anyway, um, I'm here in Texas, and dude, Texas is a great, great state, honestly. Yeah, fuck yeah. I mean, everyone wants to come to Texas. That's why we only let like a few, select few. A select few? Yeah. (laughs) Are you uh, a part of the boarding process of the select few? Fuck yeah, dude. Why do you think I got my AR-15? Anyone I don't like? (laughs) He's joking. (laughs) He's joking. You know, actually, um, let's start off with a serious subject since you brought up the AR-15. What do you think about open carry? Um, I think, so, I think open carry is kind of weird. I do believe in it. I mean, that's your amendment, right? But if I have a weapon, like, I want to conceal it because I don't want another person knowing that I have that weapon. I want it to be more of, like, a surprise. Like, if they try starting shit and, like, it gets really physical to where I have to use a weapon, I have it right there. Yeah. Instead of, hey, here's my weapon, try coming and take it from me. Dude, you know what I think about people that open carry, like, AR-15s and whatever? I think that there's, those are just virgins that are, like, new to the game of, like, holding a gun and everything. I This this is why. So, mm-hmm. you remember the um, the kid in Austin that got shot by that Uber driver? Yeah, yeah. That was uh, protesting his girlfriend. He was, he was like, Antifa. He was anti- It was confirmed that he was Antifa? Yeah, he was confirmed it was Antifa. Oh, okay. But, uh, oh, wow. That, that changes my whole thing here. But what I was saying is um, he, the Uber driver went there, was following his route. He didn't know he was going into a um, a protest. Mm-hmm. They swarm his car, right? He And the Uber driver has a concealed carry. Yeah. He's a soldier at Fort Hood, actually. Mm-hmm. And they he sees that this guy is running at him with this AR-15. Yeah, he points it at he him. He points it at him, right? So he draws pop, 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 right? Kills the, kills the kid. Yep. Justified. So, justified justified yes but i was saying like if they like that guy got so nervous because you know that Mm -hmm. was an open carry weapon and he pointed he pointed it yeah yeah but it was mostly like if he i bet you if he would have just ran with his open carry not even by hands okay if i put myself in that situation and i have a concealed carry someone in my car is getting swarmed and someone's rushing me with a gun but they're not even holding it i think i'm gonna 
I'm I'm gonna discharge that weapon. Yeah, for sure. Like honestly. if they're running at you and you feel like there's a threat, like you have every right to do that. But my thing with like the open carry of the AR-15, like I would be more than happy to, especially if like there is a rally like for Second Amendment rights, like you know, just showing up, showing like, hey, we're here, we're armed, or like uh, in the case of an. Uh, Oh fuck! I can't even think of where it was, uh, but uh, where they're rendering aid to people. So they had the AR-15s as protection. They didn't, you know, have it just to show it off. Or whatever. They were just like, "Hey, we're here to render aid, uh, getting people safe, or whatever." So we have these ARs to protect other people. That's where I'm kind of like, okay, but whenever you're just showing it off and like using it to intimidate people, that's where it kind of like it is a little weird. Man. Yeah. I always think just open carry strengths. I'm all about concealed carry because mm-hmm. I've seen too many videos on, on like on the internet where it's just like this guy's trying to rob or stab someone, someone like in a shopping line. Mm-hmm. Someone pulls, hey, hands up. I have a gun. I will shoot you. Yep. Drop the weapon, right? If you don't have that concealed carry permit, he can't be that hero of the day. That was like the guy. It was in Dallas. The, the Walmart shooting. It was some part of Texas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had a concealed carry mm-hmm. uh, army vet, right? Yeah. And... He, well, what, there was a tragic, like, two or three lives uh, lost, but he saved hundreds. Yeah, yeah. You know? With and that the same thing at the church, too. With that church? Yeah. Well, what happened at the church? So, it, here in Texas, as dude, Texas gets shit done. That's Jesus funny. Christ. <laughs> but, uh, so, in Texas, there was a church where this uh, gunman came in and started opening fire. Four people with concealed carries drew their weapons at this dude and just fucking ended it. Annihilated him. Yeah, and no one covered it. Like, uh, news media didn't really want to cover it because, of course, they don't want to see, oh, people saved by guns. They want to see people killed by guns. Of course. Yeah. Was coffee time a thing when that happened? Um, We were doing K&J at the point, but we didn't talk about it uh, for okay. some reason. Because okay. that's when we weren't really talking about news. Like, we were just like kind of bullshitting, you know? Bullshitting, yeah. Just like we're doing now. Yeah, somewhat. A <laughs> <laughs> little bit, a little bit. But, um, dude, what I want to talk about Texas is I've had two weird experiences in Texas as driving through, and I just want to <laughs> see if the audience can relate to me on this. So, if you guys don't know, I drive a very fuel-efficient car. (laughs) It is a Prius C 2016, and if I'm trying to get it up to 90 miles per hour, it's struggling, okay? Like, it's a... It's not built... Built for power, all right? No, it's not. (laughs) It's built for efficiency. So, I'm on the highway. I'm uh, I'm just driving through Texas, trying to get down here. I just passed Austin. And so, it goes from, um, actually, don't even know the, the highway that I was on. But it goes from 80 to 85. No, 75 to 85. Mm-hmm. Getting up there, and there's these trucks. They're passing me, these big 18-wheelers. And then there's this fucking state trooper there. And I'm like, okay, I'm on cruise control at 85, whatever. But these big trucks keep passing me. So, I'm like, why is he following, telling me and he's not telling them? So I get pulled over. I'm like, well, what the fuck is going on? He's probably going to pick on me because I have California tags or something. I don't know. <laughs> so I roll all window down, put my hands up, right? And I'm just there like this, just waiting for him to say what, say what he needs to say. I want him to feel safe. So I feel safe. I don't want any, I don't, I don't want to be the next video sensation out there, right? And he comes up. He's a white man. And he just looks at me. He's like, hey, look. He's like, uh, sir, that's not necessary. You can put your hands down. So I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> right? right? That's what I, like, that's, dude, that's what I thought. 
that's what I thought that was going to happen, you know, since shit, the media shows us so, so much hate. And this guy's just like, hey, look, uh, do you know why I pulled you over? And I was like, no, sir. Do I have a, I'm like, do I have a taillight out? I don't know what's going on. And he's like, you were not, um, how did he, how did he word this? Like, I wasn't complying with the traffic speed or something like that. So if the, tra- if, um, the road, as in everyone's driving, is going 95, you need to keep up with them so you don't cause yeah. a collision or uh, you don't congest traffic mm-hmm. or you don't cause traffic. That's what he was explaining to me. And I was like, sir, I'm going 85. <laughs> and he was like, yeah, I need you to go a little faster. And I'm like, what? The speed limit's 85. He's like, yeah, but you have to keep up. And yeah, like, you got to keep with the flow of traffic. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's, what, that's what he said, keep yeah. with the flow of traffic. So I'm like thinking here, I'm like, bro, take a hint. You see this four-cylinder Prius C <laughs> bacon in Texas heat. It can't handle <laughs> 90 miles per hour. So he's like, yeah, just bump it up 10 miles, Okay. <laughs> And he, like, followed me until I got to 95. <laughs> 95. And then he, like, left me. And I'm like, my part, my poor little car is just like. <laughs> it's like, come on, dude. I have a fucking Prius for a reason. It's just looking at like, help me. And I, kill me. Dude, I'm just thinking, like, this is the most Texas shit ever. <laughs> I get pulled over for doing nothing wrong but something wrong. And then he's telling me to not break the law but a apply the law in you know going 95 and yeah. 85 yeah it was hilarious dude <laughs> and i'm like only in texas that was my one texas moment so before that i go to austin and like i know we're, this is fucking mondays but i'm just gonna bring politics in for a little bit okay. not talking about views but just austin itself the last time i was in austin was when obama was going for a second term okay and Austin, everyone says it's very liberal. It's kind of like, hey, it's kind of like California, but living in Texas. That's what everyone says. Keep Austin weird, mm-hmm. right? So when I was there last time, man, blue everywhere. I'm telling you, proud to be blue everywhere. Mm-hmm. Then I go back, dude. I can't find a Biden supporter to save my life or a sign. And like that tells me if Austin is red. Texas is red. <laughs> and we know Texas is, is red, right? Yeah. But Austin is red? I would have never thought that. Yeah, I mean, it's so weird. Like, here in Corpus, like, every now and then I'll see a Biden sign. My parents are traitors, and uh, they have a Biden <laughs> sign. I told them, though, because I have this, like, little Trump flag. I was like, I'm just going to hang this over you all shit <laughs> and fuck you up completely. But, yeah, like, uh, Texas is you know, always been known as Republican state. So, mm-hmm. but you know, of course there's some democratic people here, which is fine. You know, you vote for who you want to vote for. Everyone should have that voice, but yeah, like I'm, it's so weird. Cause like before, like whenever Trump was first coming in, like I didn't really see like much like about politics or anything here in Corpus. But now that it's the second term, like everyone flags up, I see Trump things every now and then I'm just like, wow. Like, this is important to people now. Like they're like waking up or like they're starting to show their support and this and that. Like I've never really seen this before in the past as long as I've lived here. So I have a theory. Mm-hmm. And the only reason I have this theory is because I talked to a citizen of Austin about this while I was uh, walking down Ladybird. I didn't tell you this yesterday. I was like, save it for the podcast. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so there's this guy, he was doing a, uh, like a workout, um, 
He was doing like some. He had a, he had a hex bar deadlift and everything like that, just working out at Ladybird. And I was looking at it, and I was like, "Oh man, he's doing it wrong." Like he's like dipping his hip or whatever. Like oh, you're that douchebag at the gym. Well, no, he <laughs> he looked fit, but he was just like, "I'm like, dude, like when I see someone doing deadlifts wrong, I I have to say something because I fucked up my back bad, pinched a nerve, and I was down for like two, three weeks probably." Mm-hmm. And I could barely, like, dude, for real, I could barely walk. I had to get, like, the sciatica treatment where they put uh, electric patches on your back oh, and yeah, they zap the shit so out of you. fun. I love it. Dude, it wasn't fun for me, I tell you that. So I, I feel like I have a duty to tell <laughs> someone, like, hey, straighten your back. You know, you got duck butt. You need to flatten it out, right? So I go up to him. I'm just, I'm just talking. Hey, man, I just want to tell you this. And I told him, like, dude, I hurt my back once. This is the only reason why I'm doing this, right? Because I don't want to be that, that, that gym bro, right? So he, and then he, like... Because he has, oh, he has pants on. This is the point. He's like, yeah, but look at this. He lifts his leg, and he's missing a leg. He's on a he's on a uh, prosthetic. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, shit, dude. He's like, yeah, I would like to actually improve my form. I'm like, how about you just start with a single leg and then put your um, your prosthetic down to uh, gain your balance and whatever. So we, we were working on that. It was, it was a really weird conversation. But – I brought up the blue versus red because mm-hmm. I was just so shocked about it. It's dude, like when I was in Austin last time, dude, it was so blue. It was not even funny. Well, it wasn't funny or whatever, but it was so blue. There was no red. Mm-hmm. And now it's completely red. I'm like, what changed? He was telling me Austin has like a huge support of like special forces. So a lot of people in the special forces game are uh, green berets, uh, recon Marines, uh, seals mm-hmm. on their off time. They all live in Austin and everything. So it's like it's like 23% of like the whole special forces in the military. They reside in Austin, some in Virginia Beach and we know a lot of a huge community around Coronado, right? Yeah, yeah. Coronado, California, if you guys are wondering. So, uh, he was telling me when Austin got in cuz he just got out cuz of the uh, mm-hmm. he got out cuz of the prosthetic, right? He had an accident. He was saying it was so hard to get funding for the military for bullets for uh, recon equipment, for any equipment while Obama was in for the eight years. When Trump got in, he was just like, dude, give the military money. Give it to them because we need to shut down this terrorist group, this Mm -hmm. terrorist attack, this uh, uh, regime that's building and everything like that. Because a lot of people don't know, like all that work that we did in Iraq, when ISIS was coming up, kind of walked us back to nothing. Mm -hmm. So a lot of people in, in a very morbid way of saying died for no cause because when ISIS was coming back, we didn't have the funding to continue that fight or yep. to, to stomp out ISIS. Right. And he was like, that's why Austin and the majority of Texas is red now because of the funding for a military. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking like, dude, yeah. Every time the Trump versus Biden thing comes up, I'm like, look, I really don't have an opinion, but I do know this. When I was in the military, shit got done faster when Trump was in office. Yeah, for sure. After Trump was in office. Because mm-hmm. it was just like, oh, we have to wait on, like, you, like our supply, which you guys are not, not going to get unless you've ordered something from uh, from the ship or anything, like, or supply. It's so difficult. You have to jump through the nine circles of hell. Trump came in, that became four circles. Mm-hmm. And uh, I can see that. And I'm not speaking from a special, like, uh, spec warfare, that you need that funding and everything like that, you know? Yeah, yeah, for sure. And a lot of it has to do with, you know, after he came in, like, 
he started seeing like, why are we giving this money to these people and this and that? So he stopped funding going to like over there in uh, the Middle East. He stopped a lot of funding there, brought a lot of jobs to America. So we're able to not have to do as much trade as we usually would. So that provide more money. And he's always been about like, oh, let's keep our citizens safe. So the way you do that is through money for military, police, things like that. So the more money we're keeping here and instead of like, oh, we're going to give a billion dollars to this country that doesn't give a fuck about us. Like it kind of like makes it to where like, okay, we we have this spending now. Let's focus on our military and let's do these things. Yeah. I don't know the details on where the money goes, Mm -hmm. but I do know. Like, when we're, I was talking to that guy, and I actually asked him, like, look, I have a podcast, blah, 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 blah. And he's like, yeah, dude, I am just, I get nervous in front of cameras. I'm like, we can just do voice. He's like, it's okay. But I think he was just, he didn't want to do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. He, he didn't want to be rude. <laughs> I really enjoyed his um his insight, though, because mm-hmm. he, he didn't seem like a, fuck yeah, Trump, America yeah. type of individual. He was just like, yeah, that's why. It was mm-hmm. just, I, because he, he was a captain in the army. Oh, sure. leading green green beret i believe he was telling me and he had an accident like uh it was just, it was was so terrible it was a training accident that messed up his leg oh, and yeah. something happened where they got too late and the bone was deteriorating mm-hmm. so it didn't get blown off they had to cut it because the bone wasn't recovering or something yeah, yeah. like that i was like whoo i'm like well dude thank you for your service man i was like i was only on i was on a boat for five years he's like no and he, he says and he's like if you just join, that means you've done enough. I'm like, you have not seen what the Navy has brought in. <laughs> no, but that's the thing because uh, a friend of mine, because I was telling her, this is an old friend when I lived in Vegas, because, um, you know, she was like, oh, yeah, my dad wants me to thank you for his service because apparently he served or something along the lines of that. And I'm like, you know, I don't do nothing. Like, you know, I'm just sweeping or whatever. He's like, no, like, once you put on that uniform, You've done enough for your country because you're willing. It's not that we haven't even done nothing yet. It's just that we're willing to do whatever by any means to defend our country. So I was like, huh, like I never really thought of it that way because I'm just like, you know, I'm so insignificant at that point. I was just, you know, I was in V1. So I was, you know, doing paperwork, sweeping, things like that. Mm -hmm. But then it's like, you know, you're doing something to lead into something else for them to get their job done. Like, it was like a chain of events type deal. Like, because of what I'm doing here, it's making their lives easier. And then whenever I started working in V5, I felt a little bit more important because I'm like, okay, you know, I'm helping, you know, identify aircraft so they can land safely. I'm making sure that people on the flight deck are safe, shit like that. So I started getting more meaning. Yeah, dude, you're LSO qual. Think about that. That is a massive thing, Mm -hmm. right? You're you're in control so much. You have, what, 10, 11 03s, 04s looking at you mm-hmm. for like the go. Like, they're not going to do anything. They're like, what do I do? Yeah, you know? Like, if we don't show up to that platform, they can't operate. Yeah, they, they're just like, okay, well, fuck. Like, yeah. Yeah. So, so it's a weird, yeah. Dude, I, m- I miss the paddle days. Paddles was awesome, dude. <laughs> I, I, I really miss that's the only thing I miss, really. And, you know, camaraderie, hanging out with you guys yeah. all the time, doing dumb shit on deployment. <laughs> Coming back with a bank full of money from deployment and everything too. I miss that a lot. <laughs> but there's so many other things that yeah. outweighs. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> it was incredible. But dude, Austin's 
Well, Texas is calling my name hard, dude. Yeah, I mean. With the bullshit that's happening in California right now with the pedophilia shit. Oh, my God, dude. Really? It's just like. That's oh. why it's burning right now. Like, it's just like, what the fuck? You know what's so funny? Every time California is on fire, which is once per year or uh-huh. multiple times per year, people bring up, that's why it's burning because of this fucking <laughs> policy or this, this, yeah. and everything like that. I'm like, maybe it's just meant to, maybe Sodom is finally meant to burn you know i mean we don't we don't applaud you know people that have lost their shit we're not saying nothing like that we're just trying to make light of a serious situation of course yeah because you know someone listening to this podcast oh they want people that die no 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 i just don't want laws that um influence not even influence but help pedophiles pedophiles yeah like at all like yeah you could have a lot of for funding to send them to a institution to hopefully help them in some way. Yeah, to rehabilitate Re- yeah, them. Yeah, but I've, I've always been a fan of that. Like, I think that's what jail, because jail used to be that. Like, you'd send these people here, rehabilitate them, and then bring them back into society. Like, that's what the point of it was. Now, you know, a lot of the times it's just, hey, we don't want this person in society. Let's just keep them here until they die. Or until we kill them or something like that. I think it should kind of go back to, hey, you fucked up. You do this service to your community. Like, you have to, like, do this in order to, like, whatever. Rehabilitate yourself. And if we deem you, like, to where you could come back to society, then why not? I don't know. I guess it just depends on the crime and severity and shit like that. Yeah, it it is crazy. Yeah. But uh, for you guys that don't know what we're talking about, please look this up. Because you need to just know how fucked up this is. Mm-hmm. Like, this law has got all the way up to the, the governor, and it's just waiting for uh, Newsom yeah. to just sign. It, it got that far. And I'm not going to read, like, verbatim. I'm just going to give you an example of what they're about to approve here. So, I have a 10-year-old niece. And if let's say she had a 20-year-old boyfriend, a 10-year's difference. If my 10-year-old niece is consenting to sex from that 20-year-old boy or female, she can have a girlfriend as well. does not matter. Or any type of sub uh, pronoun that you want to use, azur or whatever. I don't care at this point. The age is what matters here. Mm-hmm. If she's consenting to that, it's okay. A ten-year-old. Yeah. How? It's it's ridiculous because, and that's the thing. Like people don't realize, like a lot of these things that they're doing, like these movements, whatever, like you're opening the gates to other things because I'm not going against like, oh, you know, transgender movement. Like, you know, I have my opinions on that. I don't really want to get into it. But like once that happened, then pedophiles were like, oh, well, you can't discriminate against us because we can't control what we love either or what we identify as too. So it started opening that floodgate. Yeah. And then now it's like, okay, well, this and this is going to lead to where if this does pass, one, it's going to be fucking dangerous for a lot of our kids because they don't know better. Like, when you're at a certain age, like, even though they feel like adult or these stupid people are like, oh, you know, my kid knows how to make decisions on their own, whatever. Like, no, like, you're the parent. You're supposed to be there for them until legal age, till their mind is developed enough to where they can make these conscious decisions. So, like... From this, they're going to be like, okay, well, now if this, if my daughter, seven years old or whatever, she says, oh, I want to be a boy now, 
now it's getting controlled to where like, oh, well, we have to do this or else we could get arrested because she's of age or whatever. Yeah, she she can consent. Yeah. Dude, but we, oh, man, look, I think I, I speak for everyone in this room, which is just me and you, the coffee time crew. You cannot consent at 10 years of no. age. I didn't know what I was doing when I was 18 and 19, but you can consent then. You mm-hmm. can, because that's when you're legally an adult. But for, I, trust me, I, dude, I did not know what I was doing. Yeah. I, yeah. I was clearly having sex at 18. I think I started having sex 15. Yeah, I had sex it, at 15. And it was just like a thing that happened. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, we're, yeah, <laughs> it happened. And it was just like, I, I didn't know what I was doing. Yeah. I didn't know like the pregnancy scares or the trauma that could happen or yeah. anything like that. Because, I mean, we're not saying like, you know, as a person like, if you're within the same age, because you know I had sex at 15 with another girl that was around my age, like so I I don't that's see not that pedophilia. Yeah, that's though. not pedophilia. Like, but it's that's like just dumbass it's an kids. adult, like an actual adult with a child. Mm-hmm. That's where the issue is. It's not like oh well, an 11 year old had sex with a 13 year old. Like we're not talking about that. We're talking about a grown ass person that majority of the time lives on their own, pays their own bills, all this shit is an adult is preying on this child that doesn't know any better. Yeah, it's, it's fucking disgusting. That, and that goes, that, that doesn't go from like a 10-year-old female to a 20-year-old male. That, flip <laughs> it, it doesn't matter. Yeah. It does not matter if that uh, that's a 10-year-old boy and it's like this, I guess, sexy 20-year-old a woman that's like developing into herself is just like, I want that 10-year-old. It yeah. does not matter. Yeah, it doesn't. It's wrong. Yeah. And um, I'm not going to get too deep into this because I get very upset about it. Yeah. But um, let someone try. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. <laughs> it would not be a good thing. But uh, last thing uh, that I want to talk about this pedophilia thing, there's this UFC fighter, Jared Gordon. And uh, um, audience, please go look at his uh, – he made a post on his Instagram that was pretty horrific because he lives in uh, San Diego. No, mm-hmm. he, lives in, he lives in some part of Southern California. He talked about – He's very. He's always been open about his drug abuse mm-hmm. and his in and out of uh, jail times, juvie, and everything like that. He was raped at the age of nine, orally and anally, multiple times by I bl- some male, some male, and it traumatized him completely, and it fucked his whole life up where he couldn't feel anything. So he got he went to drugs and other things to just feel something. Mm-hmm. He's like, there's no fucking way. A, t- a nine or a ten year old can give consent, and like that's that's someone that's had that personal trauma, that has PTSD from the, that individual, mm-hmm. that's been in that closet for so many years, and then just you know let it go after he had to speak up because of this this fucking dumbass law, yeah. honestly. And like if that's not telling you guys something, then I think you're just fucking death if you agree with this shit. Yeah, I mean there's there's no rhyme or reason of why this bill should even exist, like. And it's so sad, like, people, like, these are people's thoughts now. Like, you gotta think, like, these are the people that are gonna eventually run the country, like, and it's scary. That like, has a possibility. Yeah, a yeah. possibility, like, and that's why, like, I don't know, like, you just gotta fucking educate yourselves and really think, like, oh, well, you know, this can give rights to these people. No, like, you gotta go back on morality, too, and, like, understand, like, there are some things that are just wrong, and it doesn't matter if you're Republican, uh, Libertarian, Independent, Democratic. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, at the end of the day, it's like, 
what the fuck is right? Like, where are your morals that you think that this law is a good idea? You know what I think it is? Is, you know, that old saying. So I used to drink Sunny D when I was a kid. Mm -hmm. I was just, I loved it. And my grandma used to tell me, if you drink too much of that, honey, you're going to die. Because too much of anything kills you, right? Mm -hmm. That old saying. I think people are so into being woke that they don't understand too much wokeness or being woke will eventually kill you. Yeah. Okay. And this is going, if you're this woke to be like, I agree with this law, you can unsubscribe. You can, you can break your phone. You can forget about coffee time because we don't support that shit. Yeah, no, definitely not. And I hate, I hate people that are like, oh, I'm woke enough to, like, shut the fuck up. Yeah, You're just that, stupid. Dude, <laughs> yeah, when they're like, I'm I'm so sorry that I'm woke enough to understand the narrative here. How about you get woke and get the fuck out of my face? How about you take a nap? <laughs> <laughs> but, hey, that's going, let's end it with that. That's it for <laughs> Fuck It Mondays. The difference in format here is on Hot Podcast News Thursday, we focus on one story. And the story that we're going to be focusing on this uh, Thursday is going to be, unfortunately, um, the death of Naved, the uh, the wrestler that uh, was tortured for two years, from 2015 to 20, uh, well, no, 2016 to 2018. Then he kind of, they stopped torturing because he accepted the um, the plea against him. He was a wrestler that went to a protest in Iraq. And he fully knew the con- uh, consequences of this, where you cannot protest in that country without grave and grim and fatal consequences. So they tortured him for two years, made him admit to um, a crime that he did not commit, and they executed him just yesterday. What is What was that date? That was uh, September 12th. September mm-hmm. 12th. And we're going to be covering that this Thursday, all right? Any words, brother? Please don't let this law go through. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's crazy. I don't. I, I haven't even looked it up if it was actually passed. Because yeah. that fucking governor, whatever. Yeah. But hey, as always, you are what you listen to. And every good podcast starts with a sip of coffee. We didn't get no coffee today. God damn it. Oh, man. All right, we out, guys. <laughs> <laughs>